1: Five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to the United States of Oklahoma with Josh Delaney. I am Delaney podcasting on live from the corner of Maine and Robinson in downtown Oklahoma City. And in front of me... Uh, He's a great dude. I feel like I've known you forever, man.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I feel like we've been through the war together. That's, a, that's some of the stuff we were talking about earlier. Uh, the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Civil War. He is uh trained in biology and psychology at the uh University of New York at uh is it Binghamton? Binghamton, yes. And uh has uh, taken several advanced courses on the psychology of reading at the uh, graduate level. Uh, He has devoted his life to helping others benefit from his scientific uh, breakthroughs and accelerated learning. And uh, using these techniques, he has uh, set the world record for speed reading at 80 pages per minute, uh, which equates to about 25,000 words. Uh, He can be found at TurboLearning.com. He's been featured on... uh, Uh, all kinds of media, just uh, what uh, was on TV a couple times today, and then uh, stopped by uh, our humble abode here in uh, Oklahoma. He is Howard Speedy Berg. What's up, Howard?
0: Well, I'm glad to be here. I'm actually, I'm speaking for Rotary tomorrow. You can say I'm a Rotary officer. I was the president last year in my club and I'm the secretary this year. And I'm training teachers on Monday at Whitebead, which is near Pauls Valley. Okay. I've been training that district now for about four months. Okay. And I'm trying to give those kids an edge so they can get higher test scores and and be able to have lives. Because we live in a knowledge-based economy and today just learning isn't enough anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now where does that accent come from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Yes. Flatbush?
0: East New York, close enough. Okay. Not a great place to grow up. That's how (laughs) I got to be a fast reader. The only place the gang kids didn't go to was the library. (laughs) (laughs) A gang kid would rather be dead than caught with a book. So I was reading the Theory of Relativity when I was eight. By the time I was 11, I had college reading. I went to college at 17. I uh, majored in biology, in my junior year I got interested in how we learn, and I said to the dean I want to do two majors, bio and psych, he said you're a second term junior, you have had no psych courses, you have to do the whole four year program in one year, and take six science courses, 18 credits of science a term, with two four hour labs, And I had three jobs that's working 18 hours a week. I said, you're not smart enough. (laughs) And that's when I realized they didn't teach you how to learn. And I figured out how to learn. I did the four-year program in one year. I took the GRE in biology, and I got an 800, which is in the 99th percentile. So when people say they remember, it was biochemistry, cell physiology plant systematics. I got three questions wrong. Wow. So then it was like, was it me, or did I figure out how to learn? <laughs> so I had kids, 11 to 15. We gave them a 30-chapter book in Lifelong Developmental Psych, which is a sophomore course. Okay. And they did it in a week. And 15 out of 18 passed the CLEP, which is the AP test, in a week and got full credit for the sophomore college course at 11.
1: Good grief, man.
0: That's now, how what did, it's about, yeah.
1: Now, is this just uh, – were you just uh, – Touched by Jehovah with this talent, or uh
0: that's funny. I'm in the Bible. Learn this, or I'm actually in the Bible. Um, I'm a cohen so I'm a direct descendant of Aaron in the Bible. moses brother oh, yeah, Aaron. Yeah, I'm a high yeah. priest by birth. Okay, I'm not the only. I'm not the last of the Mohicans. <laughs> there are, other, but but I'm literally that. I mean, when I real, I didn't really put it together. And I was watching the Ten Commandments. I was like, wait, that's my uncle.
1: <laughs> that
0: made the show a whole lot more interesting. You know, that was family. <laughs>
1: Now, well, how long how long would it take you to read the Torah?
0: Well, um, I read the fifteen hundred page healthcare bill in fifty minutes. <laughs> now, the Torah is a little hard because it's backwards and in Hebrew. Right. And I don't. I don't. I'm not fluent in Hebrew, so probably oh, okay. forever. Right. But if it's in English, I, I
1: okay, would, the King James.
0: Um, I would say somewhere between five and fifteen minutes, depending on how much I wanted to retain.
1: Oh my gosh! How do you? Uh, uh, when did, when did when did you first know that you had this uh, skill?
0: Well, I always read well. I, I was reading 3,000 words a minute before I sped up, and the wow. norm is 200, so that's fast. <laughs> and then when I got to 80 pages a minute and people would stare at me, uh-huh. I realized it was a little different, because yeah. I read like The Lord of the Rings, the whole thing, the three books, it's like I don't know 3,000 pages. Uh-huh riding back and forth on the train in one day. Uh, I was working in Manhattan, so when I was on the subway, I was reading it, and by the time I, I, was basically I read a book in a half a day, and in two, three days I had the whole thing done.
1: Wow. How long did it take you to read those uh, legal papers we were talking about earlier?
0: Uh, the health bill, the first <laughs> well, one. Well, no,
1: was... no, the, the personal ones. Oh. <laughs> With our past relationships. Oh. oh. <laughs> That,
0: that, that's priceless. You want to save those? That's a, tra- that's a treasure. I was telling telling you I had a storybook marriage. My first marriage, unfortunately, Stephen King wrote the book. So, but I have a wonderful wife. She, the last uh, marriage she had, there were two kids. Their mom was died in a fire, and they were on television. They were going to separate them, and she took both kids so they'd have her mom. Wow. So she's really. A special person. I, I I consider her to be my biggest asset. More important than being in Guinness. Yeah. You know, she's just a really good human being. And yeah. you, having been through a relationship that was the tenth circle of hell, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it really. <laughs> Every day I look at, her and say, "Thank God I, I'm here." You know, because yeah, yeah, could have been still in the tenth circle. <laughs> I of hell, hear so. you, man.
1: I've been there. <laughs> so <laughs> you. Do you uh, do you hone this skill, or, or is it just uh, like once you have the gift, it's just all there? I mean, how do you? Did you have to practice it? Did you have to? How do you improve? I'll do better.
0: It? Than I'll show you how to do it.
1: Okay. All right. Make it
0: even easier. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll show you how to learn and remember. We'll make it fun um, for our listeners. Here's what I like you do after the interview: pick a book you read, preferably nonfiction, because that's more structure, mm-hmm. and. Time yourself for a minute. Use your smartphone or your watch or an egg timer, whatever it is, one minute. Read normal. Don't do anything different and see how far you get. And that's an assessment. Now you know how fast you read. Mark off where you finish with a pencil. And you say, that's how far I read now. Now you're ready for the secret. You go to the second chapter. Take your hand and go from left to right margin, one line at a time, with your eye following your hand. And here's the most important part, as fast as you can comprehend. Mm. So as long as you know what you're reading, keep going quicker till you don't, and that's when you find out that was where it got too fast. Okay. Slow down just enough so your comprehension comes back, and then for five minutes go at top speed for comprehension with your hand. At the end of the five minutes, go back to the first chapter where you tested yourself, and again, one minute, test yourself, and use your hand. And you'll go about 20, 40% further. Jeez. Just doing that one change. It's that easy to get started.
1: Now, uh, I, know you, I know you probably get this question a lot, where you talk about comprehension. Um, how do you comprehend what you're reading when you're reading that, that fast?
0: I'll actually show you how to do that, too, now. Okay. Um, you're completely right. No one wants to read faster. They want to learn faster. Yes. And speed reading didn't work. Uh, it was great for skimming, but if you're trying to read a biology book or a law book or a technical manual... Every time you found something you didn't know and slowed down, you lost your speed. Mm. It was like all or nothing. The guy who owned Evelyn Woods in the 60s and 70s in its heyday hired me to train his son mm-hmm. to speed read because I fixed the problem and I'm going to show you how. The secret to reading faster comes from psychology. I mentioned I took courses in this. called schema. Schema is how your brain reads. I'm going to show you how it works rather than go into the science so you can actually see it. I'm going to read a passage it has no schema, and watch how confusing it gets. Then I'll read it a second time with a title, and watch how instantly it makes total sense. This is an easy thing to do. If possible, you could do it at home, but you could always go someplace else if it's necessary. Beware of overdoing it. This is a major mistake. It may cost you quite a bit of money. What am I talking about? You have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it again, this time one word, but the word has schema, and watch how instantly. It totally makes sense. Hmm. Laundry. Laundry. This is an easy thing to do. If possible, you could do it at home. But you could always go someplace else if it's necessary. Beware of overdoing it. This could be a major mistake and be expensive as well. Now it makes sense. So by teaching people where these clues are, they're reading two, three, four times faster with better comprehension because they're using psychology, not just mechanics, which is how it's typically taught. When you do it mechanically, it's all or nothing. You either read fast always, which you can't do, or never. When you do it with psychology and mechanics, you can slow down. And one more thing I'll show you is, what do you need to learn? There's only five things you need to learn. When you're looking at them, how many times have you have seen a book that said, I don't know what to learn, it's too big. <laughs> well, first, it's only five things. If you knew what those were, would that help? Here they are. Vocabulary. 80% of any new subject is the words. What words? They're bolded, they're italic, they're underlined. They don't look like the other words for a reason. The author's saying, look at this, it's different. Mm. Two, the names, who's in the material and what did they do to get there? Three, any number, date, statistical or formula. What is it, how do you use it? Four, And each header, at subsection and section, What are the big takeaways, five takeaways in each section? And last, questions and answers. And here's a special tip. Questions often are at the end of a chapter in a textbook. Read them first. Hmm. Then you know what you're supposed to know when you're done, before you didn't learn it. You know how many times you get to the end they have 20 questions. Like, I don't know any of that. If you knew ahead of time what you needed to know, you would have paid more attention when you found it. So it saves you time so if you know every word and what it means every person what they did every number and how it's used the five takeaways and the answers to every question we did this i mentioned in a group of 11 to 15 year olds that's what they did and at the end of a week they they 15 of them passed the ap test for credit in a sophomore college course and they were only 11 to 15 years old wow it's really easy to do that's why i'm teaching the teachers in whitebeat so they can raise test scores the They have a very smart superintendent, and she saw what I did with my kids. She says, I want you to do that with our kids here in Oklahoma. And the mayor of Lawton has asked me to come in the spring and do it there as well.
1: Wow. So what you're saying is uh, most books are filled with uh, just a bunch of fluff. Are you you reading stuff and going, just get to the point, get to the point, get to the point?
0: (laughs) Well, a lot of what you read is fluff. It's like anecdotal or it's stories, which are there for a reason. If you're confused— they help elucidate, make things clearer, mm-hmm. but if you actually get it, it's not there. That everyone doesn't need it. The people who need it should use it when they need it. But when you spend a lot of time learning what you don't need, you don't have enough time left to learn what you do need. Mm-hmm. We have limited time. Yeah. So what I like to do is I use reading to find what I don't know and need to know, and then I stop reading, and then I start using study skills to analyze things I didn't understand. So I do understand so you read a calculus book and you fail because you didn't know how to to do anything you you saw words yeah and then memory skills which we'll go into for remembering it and here's a big one emotional intelligence skills so you're in the right frame of mind have you ever taken a test and got nervous and you couldn't remember happens all the time what if they didn't just teach you what to know but how to stay calm Mm. during the test which they don't do and that's what I'm doing. So I'm using all these skills like a Swiss army knife. And now instead of just using reading, which is not learning by itself, if it was, everyone reading a book would get an A or pass or close the client. And it isn't happening. So what learning is, is actually knowing the meaning and significance of what you're learning and how to use it when you need it. Most people think learning is how many hours they turned pages and didn't understand. Mm-hmm. Or how many pages they turned and didn't understand, which is why many kids drop out of school. They did study the way they were told, and they measure it by time and pages, not learning and understanding. And so because they're doing it incorrectly and it didn't work, they say, why should I keep doing this? It doesn't work. And we're losing a lot of smart people because no one's showing them what they're doing wrong and how to fix it. And that's what I'm doing.
1: Mm. Do you read for enjoyment?
0: Rarely, I don't even like reading. I'll be <laughs> I like learning. Can I tell you a funny story? Yeah. <laughs> About ten years ago, I, my wife wanted to go to Hawaii, and I was speaking on cruise ships. This they the, didn't this. want speed reading, but they had a cruise to which, all the islands.
1: Which wife was listening?
0: The good one. Okay, the good the one. Wife. The good wife. Good <laughs> wife. <laughs> and
1: thank you. That's a good good point. I want to clarify.
0: Thank you. That's a good <laughs> clarification. Eh? So I said, "What do they want?" They said they want someone to teach Photoshop, photography, and video. So I teach that, I didn't know any of it. I, I had no idea what any of it was, but I know I learned fast. So I said, okay, we'll get you on the cruise, but if you don't do it, they'll throw you off the boat. Not, <laughs> not in the water, but when you get to shore. Yeah, yeah. So I read 10 books on Photoshop in three hours. It takes four years in college. I did it in three hours. Then I did 10 books on video the next day, 10 books on on, on, uh, photography the next day. So I get to the cruise, and I'm like, please, let these people be 90 years old and have (laughs) air tanks, you know, the ones that are wheeling (laughs) around, and not know what a camera is. That was my dream audience, you know. What's a camera? I mean, you can take pictures without film. That was my perfect audience. So the first guy walks in, he says, I'm a professional photographer, 38 years. I hear you teach photography. I'm here to learn from you the second guy comes in he says i've been doing photoshop for five years i hear you're an expert i learned it the week before okay and i'm like looking at it my wife's in the front row crying because she's like i don't want to get thrown off the boat (laughs) so i taught them for a week and at the end of the week they are how many years did you learn this you know Mm. so much that's that's what i love it's having the ability to learn data so fast that I don't have to spend weeks or years to get something I need to use tomorrow. Mm. And in business, that's an invaluable thing. Information doubles every six months. And a lot of people listening, they have law degrees or they're doctors, they have to get they have to take tests. and, they, and the time you spend doing that, you don't get paid for. Mm. A Realtor, how much time is spent researching? Bankers, investors. If you could cut that time in half, remember it better, understand it and connect the dots more, then you have more time to either spend with your family or put into your business. Either way, you come out ahead. That's really what I'm doing with adults. With kids, I'm showing them how to finish school on time or sooner and and get good grades without the hassle and not stressing out. 50% of four-year college students drop out and 70% of two-year. So if you thought getting a kid into school was the challenge, they, you're spending 30, 40,000 a year and they're gonna live with you till they're 45. <laughs> because, and it's happening, there's more kids yeah. living with their parents, than married today in that age bracket. Yeah. Yeah. They can't afford t- to leave. They owe hundreds of thousands of dollars, they're making eight bucks an hour, they would have made it without a degree. Mm-hmm. And their parents don't know what to do, they, they, they go somewhere, get out. Yeah. So I'm teaching them, yeah, you can learn. You can be anything you want to be if you know how to learn. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the reward. It's information, not reading. It's a screwdriver.
1: Mm. It's
0: a hammer. <laughs> yeah. You don't get yeah. ha- happy over your screwdriver or hammer, but what you make with it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Reading
0: makes your life better.
1: Love it. Love it. He uh, is uh, Howard uh, Speedy Berg, and it uh, can be found at uh, TurboLearning.com. Uh, uh,
0: By the way, if they do get my program... I personally help them if they need help. Okay. I get on Skype with them. I make sure they learn it.
1: Okay,
0: I'm a Rotarian. I think it's important people get what they paid for, and if they don't, they shouldn't have to pay for it. Right, right. So I make sure they get it because I don't want to give a refund. I want them <laughs> to learn <laughs> what what they paid for. And make sure they got what they expected.
1: Yeah. Now, did you uh, <clears throat> did you read Playboy for the articles?
0: Absolutely. And and I I, I had arthritis in my fingers when I was done reading.
1: I shouldn't have asked that. That's terrible. I actually had that.
0: A a reporter gave me a pornographic magazine on one show to speed read. I was like, are you kidding me? You know, there were all kinds of –
1: you do it long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was going to warn you about reporters, but you've been, you've been around <laughs> enough of them. So.
0: I've been on yeah. 1,100 shows. I, my, I was just on in Bangkok. I trained the Royal Thai Army, and I was on TV there. And I just trained the special forces at Fort Bragg. And I was working with the Wounded Warriors. I volunteered to help. When I was at Fort Bragg, they said, 20 of these kids kill themselves every day. Mm-hmm. I said, why? I said, they can't find any work. So there's a the GI Bill. Why don't they to go to school? They don't know how to learn. So said, I'll teach them. They have no money. It's so my dad was a wounded warrior. He was on Omaha Beach. I said, I, I, I'll do it for free. So I've been putting like two or three times a year, I'll train them for free to try to help them To learn, so they can get that that job that they're looking for. I think they've given enough. It's Mm. trying to give them something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, when you're when you're out and about during the day, are you are you speed reading everything around you? God no. Street signs and
0: (laughs) no, no, no. I shut. (laughs)
1: Menus.
0: (laughs) I have a friend. He's the world's um, fastest math guy. Okay. He can't shut it off. Okay. He's on twenty four (laughs) seven. He can't shut it off. I said that would be like the Midas touch.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, I don't want to be at that level 24 I do want to be at that level when I want it mm-hmm. but I want to shut it down when I'm not I'm walking my dog I'm in the gym I'm working out I'm I'm doing my laps I'm, I'm I'm not spending my day immersed in books but when I'm ready for a book I want to really get what's in that book and learn it
1: It's currently 1 p.m. It's currently 1 p.m. Yes it is according to your phone It's
0: <laughs> it's, it's talking to me yes So um no, you don't want to be on like that 24-7. Yeah. Would you like to see at a high level what, what you can do with this? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the biggest challenges right now in our country is the energy issue. And what if I could solve the energy problem, balance the budget, get rid of the deficit, and put everyone mm. back to work? I'm liking this. In, in 90 seconds. Do it. Okay. How do you make electricity? Basically, you spin a magnet in a coil or wire or you spin a coil or wire around the magnet, one of the two. And How do you spin it? Well, if you're near water, like Niagara Falls, you use water. But you can't always use water, so they use steam. How do you get steam? Oil, gas, coal, or nuclear fission. Problem is with destroying the planet. In Iceland, they are in a volcano, and they're using the heat from the magma to boil the water. So there's no greenhouse gases. It's the earth's crust that's literally providing the heat, which is great. They're Iceland. We're not Iceland. (laughs) So how can we do that? Well, in Yellowstone, we have a super volcano. That's why all the geysers are spurting out and there's hot springs. You need two things, heat and water. There's an abundance of 300 miles of magma and there's a lot of lakes. You get the coal, oil, and gas companies to put the money up. Instead of seeing it as a threat to their existence, it's a new monetary flow, and everyone wants to make money. And then you hire the people from the coal mines and train them on how to build the infrastructure to get the electricity from Yellowstone to everyone else. And where is Yellowstone? It's federal land. And you know when you have a cell phone, there's a maintenance tax, there's like a usage fee. You charge a usage fee for using government land for every kilowatt of electricity that's coming out of there and put it towards paying off the deficit. So you have 100% green energy. You're getting these guys back to work. You're making a new profit level for the energy company so they're not threatened by it, and everybody wins. That, that's an example when I'm awake. And, and You know what I do a lot is when I'm sleeping, Mm. I, I write my books when I'm sleeping, and I do my programs when I'm sleeping. When I wake up, I transcribe what I figured out because there's nothing to do when you're asleep. you kind of, <laughs> kind of laying there.
1: <laughs> do you speed dream?
0: Yeah. Actually, I, I program my dreams. Good grief. Man. I take 10 books in. I know the information I need is there, but I don't know what it is yet. I ask good questions, and then the unconscious looks for solutions, and you're dreaming about the solutions you're trying to find, and you find them. And I wake up, and I write down what I found, and I type it out, and I got a new program or a solution.
1: How many words per minute can you type?
0: 125, and I got a funny story on that. (laughs) I told my sister, and she says, that's really good. She says, I can do 175 in Portuguese. I said, okay, you win. (laughs) She speaks seven languages. I says, okay, <laughs> you win me. You beat me on that one.
1: <laughs> uh, do, do you speak any other uh, languages?
0: I was fluent in French because I was dreaming in French. But I have a funny story about
1: that. I, like to hear.
0: <laughs> I went to Paris with my wife. About Which one? Th- the good wife. Okay. About 15 years ago. And we had to take a bus, and it's spelled R-O-I-S-S-Y. And I didn't know where to pick up the um, – the bus to, to to go to downtown. So I went to the help desk and I, and I spoke for French. Says wait la Rosie bus, and she's like, "D tell everyone wait la Rosie bus," and they were all they're on the floor laughing hysterically at me at the whole airport. It's hysterical. People fell on the floor. Okay, <laughs> so she goes, "Do you want the Rosie bus or the Rossi bus?" I said, "Well, what's the difference?" Says, well, Rosie means prostitute in French. Do you want to go to the brothel or downtown? And my wife goes, Downtown, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, so later on, we're in this Champlain's and we're, we're, we're going to a store, and there's a picture of a Rosie on the wall. And mm. It's a whore. I says, See,
1: see, that's a Rosie.
0: <laughs> so I, I said, You know, Shakespeare was wrong. <laughs> a rose by any other name does not smell as sweet <laughs> if you're in Paris. So that's my French story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> re- <laughs> you know, along those lines, I read a great pun last night. Yes. Um, I'm not normally a pun guy. Okay. But, uh, not an Nantucket one, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Close. I, let, let me. It, it, it was uh, a, a guy giving advice on dating. And uh, he said, do not put the hearth before the whore. Before the whores. I <laughs> oh. <laughs> screwed it up. Oh. Do not put the hearth before the whores. Okay. It's so a home and hearth.
0: Right, right. Can't wipe right. up. Oh, play on words. Yeah. Yes. Would you like to see how to speed memorize? Speed memorize, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give us... I'm going to give you 10 things to learn. And the people... Listen, you can do this. I'm going okay. to give you 10. You won't be able to do it. All right. Then I'll show you how, and instantly you'll know the whole thing backwards and forwards. Okay. And when you're done, I'm going to show you how to use this in your everyday life, and your kids can use it as well. You want to remember pole, shoes, tricycle, car, glove, gun, dice, skate, cat, and bowling pins. Is it safe to say you don't know the whole list backwards and forwards right now?
1: I Some of it. But. I know pole, gloves, tricycle. I think that's what I remember. That's normal. Yeah.
0: Three to four is kind of the norm. Okay, now the secret. This is, make it super easy. This was discovered thousands of years ago by the Greeks. Take a list you know, link it to the list you're trying to learn. It takes very little time. In fact, that's what I'm teaching to the teachers this week in Paul's Valley, speed memory, for the kids to remember what they're teaching. So I'm going to bet you and our listeners can count to 10. I think I'm on safe ground here. That's a list. One through ten is a list. We're going to use that list to learn ten things super fast. Ready? Yep. A one looks like a pole, like a lamp pole or a flag pole. Mm -hmm. So when I say one, you say pole. One. Pole. Perfect. Two is shoes. How many shoes do you wear? Two. What's two? Shoes. What's one? Pole. Perfect. Three is a tricycle. How many wheels are on a tricycle? Three. What's three?
1: A tricycle. Two. Shoes. One. Pole.
0: Getting smarter. Four is a, <laughs> the whole thing's this easy. Four is a car. How many tires are on a car?
1: Uh, four. What's four? Car.
0: Two. Go to two. Uh, shoes. One. Uh, pole. Three. Tricycle. See how it's working? <laughs> five yeah. is a glove. How many fingers in a glove? Uh, five. What's five? Uh, glove. Three.
1: Uh, tricycle. One. Pole.
0: Six gun. They love him in Texas. Probably in Oklahoma, too. Six yes. gun. Yes. What's six? Gun. What was Four.
1: Uh, car two, uh, shoes
0: seven's lucky in dice. Got a lot of casinos in Oklahoma, at least on the first row. Mm-hmm. Seven dice. What's seven? Dice. What was five?
1: Uh, glove three, tricycle one, pole.
0: Great rhymes work. Say eight skate, eight skate. What's eight? Skate. What do you love in Texas and Oklahoma? Six,
1: shooter, gun,
0: four, uh, car two. Uh, shoes. Perfect. We're almost done. Nine. <laughs> How many lives does a cat have? Nine. So nine is a cat. What's nine? Cat. Seven is lucky in. Uh, dice. Five. Uh, glove. Three. Tricycle. One. Pole. Notice you're looking for your pictures.
1: Ten. Yes. Ten cat. is
0: bowling pins. How many bowling pins are in a
1: lane? Uh, ten. What's ten? Uh, bowling pins. One. Pole. Two. Uh, shoes. Three tricycle four uh car five, five glove
0: six shooter seven's lucky in dice eight rhymes with skate nine is a
1: cat ten uh bowling pins
0: perfect good grief man. now <laughs> here's how to use it See how with, i do this with three-year-olds with three-year-olds here's how you use it suppose you're in a hotel room it's three one four You a lot of times we forget the room because they're all like the same after a while you, you use the pictures instead of the numbers to remember the numbers. Three is a tricycle, mm-hmm. one is a pole, four is a car. Picture a tricycle hits a pole on a car. Picture that. Mm-hmm. Tricycle hits a pole on a car. Tricycle what number? Three. Hits a pole. One. On a car. Uh, four. That's the number of your <laughs> room. It's also the value of pi in geometry. Three point oh, yeah, one four. Yeah. So we're teaching the kids to use it for science, math, and history. Wow. And the adults for percentages, due dates, phone numbers, rooms. It's a speed memory system for numbers. And the zero is the 10 kids. Wow. That's what I do.
1: I'm a... Uh, it's fun. I'm in awe. I mean...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love what I do. It's, it's so nice helping people. Can I tell you a few stories about people I've helped?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me ask you something. What? I did this at the bar a couple of weeks ago. I was trying to remember somebody's name. I was talking to the bartender, and I couldn't figure it out. My, I, I started going through the alphabet, and that helped me uh that helps. Kind of remember it. So anyway. I've done that. That's okay. Cool. I don't know Another if that's Another way lame, to make
0: yeah. a name stick is making pictures out of it. Um, so Howard could be a question mark on a piece of wood.
1: Mm.
0: How. Wood. Oh, and okay. bird could be an iceberg. So you see a plank of wood with a question mark on an iceberg, and then when you see him, say, okay. Iceberg, piece of Howard Berg, or it's that only name works is, with your
1: Brooklyn accent. Well,
0: your name is John, so I see a toilet, a urinal on your head. Okay, <laughs> and that's how you well, remember I, names. You make I, pictures out of it.
1: I, I, I got a lot of pictures about people in my head, so I'm going to start <laughs> applying that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm not going to disagree with that yeah. Yeah, if you watch
0: the news do you think there's too many smart people making too many good decisions in this world I haven't heard that so my mission is to teach people how to learn so they can make better decisions and help fix some of the problems and for the kids we're giving them so many massive problems that are going to explode in their lifetime like the deficit and I think it's not fair to just hand off problems. We should teach them how to be smart enough yeah. to fix them. And that's kind of my mission. That's yeah. just why I do this. That's that's what motivates me.
1: So what are, what are a couple of uh, couple of stories you wanted to share? Success but stories. Stephen
0: Terry graduated UTA at 16 with a 4.0. He went to OU for his master's in math at 18. They paid him $27,000 to teach math when he was 18 to undergraduates. He got room board, books and tuition. Stephen had a massive problem.
1: Mm.
0: He was 18, he was a teacher so he couldn't date undergraduates and he didn't know who he was supposed to go out with. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Stephen, you're 18 years old Where are you going to master's and teaching full time. You don't even got time to date. You can date when you go home. So he graduated at 19 with a master's degree at, with 397 GPA, had a 4.0 with 16, an economics degree. He's now a professor at Yale. Mm. That's exciting. Um, I had uh, Justin Brummett, 11-year-old C student. When I got done with him, he had he was an English professor at 22. Uh, Micah Stanley passed the bar at California at 19. His sister's 15, year law student, be the youngest person in history to pass the bar. His 17-year-old brother, second-year law student, be the second youngest. And his 22-year-old is a pilot for Southwest and an attorney. Uh, Brad Voller did four-year college in six months how do you do that you go to Thomas Edison it's Rutgers online program they let you do AP tests for 90% he's a genius he did six, five AP tests a week very hard and then he took one online class a week so in six months he got his degree became a missionary and learned Chinese in three weeks So it's not your average student. Now, I did something like that. I did a graduate course in educational psych in seven hours. Now, it's a five-month course. It was a 400-page book. I read it four times in seven hours. The AP test was six hours. I finished in 50 minutes. I thought it was an hour test. And I (laughs) couldn't figure out why no one was done, because I had done it like five times already. It was 50 (laughs) minutes. So I was like, I, I can't do it anymore. I've been sitting here for an hour. I finished like 40 <laughs> minutes ago. So I handed my I got a B plus, which
1: yeah,
0: well, for, yeah. For, for less than eight hours for four graduate credits, yeah. it's not, I only needed a C. I only needed to C. I was looking for the credits. I really wasn't interested in the course <laughs> I was teaching. I needed it for my license. So, and C would have been fine. I always try to get an A, but seven hours for a B plus and four graduate credits is, is not bad.
1: You're making me feel like a failure. I'm going to give you
0: my program. As me feel a gift. like an adult. I'm going to yeah. teach this to you. All right. You'll be doing it. All it's right. easy. It's super easy. TurboLearning.com. Easy.
1: TurboLearning.com. All right. I got a little test for you. Sure. Uh, let me get my
0: reading glasses
1: out. Now I've seen. I've seen you do the uh, book reading thing and uh, different things here.
0: I did it this morning on I think it was your ABC. I read two chapters in a book they gave me in thirty seconds and then I did an analysis and they said I remembered more than they did. <laughs> so. so we got uh... just not the sports section because I don't know any of the te- I had right. that one they gave me the scores for every team and every league and they wanted me to memorize them in thirty seconds. I didn't even know the names of the teams, so I said, "I'm not Brain Man. I don't do toothpicks either." <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so we got we got a copy of uh, today's Oklahoma yeah,
0: here. Yeah, just pick a story and I'll read and, it real uh, fast.
1: Okay. Now uh, it's been said in newspapers uh, that that we write for, uh, uh, I think like third grade level or eighth grade. Yes,
0: I, I the New York Times I believe is sixth grade. Yeah, and look how many people enjoy reading that. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> We're, we're getting worse by the year, so that's yes. what we're, we're doing. Let me, let me get the uh, ads out of here. Do you want to buy some dental insurance? Sounds uh, good. Yeah, do. <laughs> Let's see. Do we, okay, we'll get, the, we'll get the sports story away from here. Uh. I
0: actually have a dentist. who treats me for
1: free because I'm helping his Sunday
0: school teacher put up a website. Oh, jeez. So nice. Helping oh out. He's a good guy. All
1: right. We'll 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 do one that doesn't, uh, doesn't sure. have a jump. Sure. Uh, just a
0: story, something with him. Okay,
1: me. here we go. We'll just, we'll just do this one. Okay. This is uh, from Nuria Martinez Uh Good. Uh, I'm
0: going to push co- the mic away so I can.
1: Okay, good colleague of mine. Uh, now I have not read this story. Okay. Uh, but here I'll uh, give it to you, and then uh, when okay. it, when I say go, go, we'll Which uh, one time it. Uh, Norman uh, one. parents? Yeah, the Norman uh, uh complaining about stuff like they always do down there. Okay. Tell me what okay. Uh, on your mark, get set, and.
0: Okay. The parents in Norman right. are uh, complaining about this technology that they're bringing into the classroom.
1: Oh, it's, microphone, microphone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Parents are complaining about the technology because some of the kids are using it to see inappropriate material and they feel that they're wasting time. The school said they spent $16 million on this. They're trying to get these kids tech savvy to be able to be more successful in the workplace, but the parents feel that a lot of it's frivolous and they're not really giving the kids the the learning skills that they wanted to see. Um, I would agree that they shouldn't be having access to inappropriate material, but we live in a computer-based economy and these kids really do need to know how to use computers today to be able to do anything so i don't think the school's wrong in doing that uh but the parents are really upset there's over 100 parents at the meeting they had this big meeting and they were very upset over what they felt was inappropriate uh use of funds to help to have the kids do this that's the okay. article
1: okay you uh you read that in 10 seconds
0: I'm slowing down. I am <laughs> <laughs> I used to not need glasses. I, I mean, I did this when I was 30, and I'm 70. So, you know, I don't know too many 70 year olds that do what they did when they were 30 anymore. But uh, I still can do it. I haven't lost. I haven't lost it.
1: Uh, all right. You know, I can't. I can't believe that. You're, you're going to have to do this again. Sure, uh, I could do that again. All right, let me find another one here for you.
0: Sure. As long uh, as it's got information. I, okay. You know, if it's like a. a what was the other? Oh, they gave me the wine ads in the New York Times. Sunday Times, they wanted me to memorize all the wine ads in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't you just have me memorize the dictionary? Because you know? <laughs> you know? that's not reading. That That's a different, a whole different animal. Thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right.
0: I want to remember, but I don't want to remember what I don't need to know. Right. That's part of learning to be smarter is knowing what matters from what doesn't.
1: That's like uh, like being uh, an efficient reader, Thank a, an efficient you. learner.
0: Okay. I, had to, yeah. I never thought about that before. You spend so much time learning what you already know, and then when you finally find what you don't know, there's no time left to learn it. Yeah. So Absolutely. what I do is I find what I don't know really fast, mm-hmm. stop reading, I learn it, I memorize it, and I move on to the next thing. And I, If you'd like when we're done, I'll show you how to do that. Okay. Yeah. It's a technique, and I could teach it.
1: I want to know it. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Pick so I could, story. I could do this all day with you. Uh, all right. how about uh, this one? Uh, let's see. Bill. Oh, this is relevant to Oklahomans because, uh, you know, okay. guns and everything. Uh, bill filed to allow guns inside the Capitol. Uh, okay. I on your. Oh, there it yeah. is. Yeah. All right. On your mark. Get set. And go.
0: David Harden.
1: Okay, that that was like eight seconds.
0: David no, Harden. Okay. David, David <laughs> Harden introduced a bill to uh, allow uh, legislators to bring firearms into the Capitol. They've tried several times in the past to do this, and it's failed. And he feels it's important, and uh, he's he's trying to get it through this time. That that's basically what it's what's, it's about.
1: All right. I, I'm uh, I'm at once uh, inspired and demoralized.
0: I'm going to teach you how to do this. I can't, you know, it's not hard. Right. It's only hard when you don't know how. OK. Right. I, I, let me show you. There's only I told you there's only five things you need to learn. I'm going to show you how to learn them. OK. I, one of my favorite systems, I get a four by six card. On one side, I write the word. On the other side, I write the meaning. On one side, I write the name. On the other side, what they did. On one side I write the number, on the other side why you use it. On one side is a trigger word, and the other side is a a main idea. On one side is the question, the other is the answer. So now you have all that data. You shuffle the deck so it's random. You don't learn it in order. If you get it right, you got it. You're not going to get them all right. I was learning like 500 words a day like Agilius Phoenicius, which is not fun. I I don't (laughs) recommend doing it but I was a biologist, that's what you do. So how do you remember if you get it wrong? Have you ever tried spelling a word and you couldn't spell it by saying it, but you could write it down?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why can you write it down if you can't spell it? It's a different part of your brain. We don't spell when we talk, we spell when we write. So the memory of spelling is in a motor reader area of the brain that moves a pen. And I saw that, I said, so when you make a mistake, write it out. 20, repetition's important. Write it out 25 times while saying it. Writing is one part of your brain. Speaking is another part of your brain. Hearing is another part of your brain. Seeing is another part of your brain. And you're repeating it. Most people try to learn just by looking. It's not enough stimulation. Mm. You put the cards you got wrong on a do-over pile, and you keep doing them until you get them all right. So you're actually learning. Every week, take the whole pile from the first day And go through them. The only ones you won't know are the ones you forgot, which is why you're doing it. And then you're reinforcing it through repetition and bombarding your brain. Does it make sense? The more brain you use, the the easier it will be to remember and learn. So you're using multiple senses. And then every day you get the new material. And if you do that, you're golden. You can learn millions of things really fast. And basically it takes a few hours to help an average person go 100% faster. We did a double blind study using the Nelson Denny, which is a standardized test for speed and comprehension. We had 100 people, 50 did the A and B test and 50 did the B and A to make sure the second test, they make them look smarter because it was easier. And they did statistics called analysis of variance to see if there was a difference. Everyone in the 100 person sample doubled or quadrupled in a few hours with very good comprehension. So I could Mm. say with high confidence that a normal person, not a genius, a normal average person could do this with high level. In fact, we had a special ed student, and this was exceptional. Her name was Amy. She had third grade reading and ninth grade, which is terrible. And they put her in special ed. When we got done with her, she had a two-year degree with a 4.0 when the kids <laughs> in her school that were in her classes got high school degrees. So she already had two years of college done. Mm-hmm. Went to Baylor on a full scholarship, A average, master's degree at 22. So she's going from third grade reading in ninth grade to a master's degree at 22. That really excites me. Mm. Me doing it is a sideshow.
1: Yeah.
0: You doing it, her doing it, Stephen doing it that changes the whole picture for the future of our country. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to give people an awareness. I found the solution for information overload. It's working with kids as young as eight. I had an 84-year-old, Ruth Lubin, she read three books in three hours the day after I taught her. In fact, I gave her my number. I didn't know if I could help her. And she called me and said, Ruth, what's wrong? She said, it's wrong. I just read three books in three hours. At my age, I don't know how much time I have left. And you're just giving me this ability to learn. And a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm too old. I'm 40. She's 84. She read three books in three hours.
1: Good grief.
0: You, when you stop learning, you stop, you stop growing. Yeah. Up 70 right I'm teaching myself guitar I'm teaching myself video editing I'm always challenging myself with things that are challenging so my brain stays young mm-hmm. if you stop you vegetate uh, I'm leg pressing 400 pounds I'm curling 100 pounds I'm Cheap. tricep pushing down 200 pounds
1: mm-hmm. those are good numbers
0: for a 70 year old not you bad swim a mile in an hour yeah I just don't quit. I, no matter what happens, you keep pushing. If you want to be a success today, there's no more easy success in this country. No. You, you need to be smart and you need to work hard. Just getting a degree and being a good worker doesn't mean anything. There's a lot of smart, educated, poor people in this country.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and I'm trying to change that. Yeah. By giving them the tool to learn whatever it is they want to learn faster so they can make changes in their careers as quickly as they need to. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: that's what's needed, and that's why I'm here.
1: Yeah, great stuff, man. Uh, Howard Berg, TurboLearning.com. Can we do that? Can we do that memory test again, that challenge again? One. Yeah. Pole. Two. Shoes. Three. Uh, tricycle. Four. Car.
0: Four. Uh, five. Uh, glove. Six. What do you love A Shooter. Attacks. Seven's lucky in. Dice. Eight. Ryan's
1: with. Uh, skate.
0: Nine is a
1: uh nine uh uh, cat and 10 uh bowling bowling pins and the 10 bowling pins is the zero okay yeah the zero yeah that's the zero
0: and that's why the green berets hired me i was teaching them how to um, learn the data and how to read people
1: yeah how
0: to know when they're lying they told me they go into these very dangerous communities they try to build allies like the kurds that worked out well
1: (laughs) 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 i have you read the iran story here (laughs) figure out what's going on
0: that worked out well for the Kurds but uh basically they said they don't know if people are trying to take advantage would you like to see how you could tell when people are lying would you like to know when people are lying
1: yeah okay yes
0: you could tell by their eyes now if you were to draw a line from the past to the future most people's line would go from left to right the arrow would start on the left and point to the right That's Mm -hmm. how most brains work. 10%, mostly lefties, see right to left, but that's the exception. So, when you're accessing things you've seen, you tend to look up to the left, the past. Mm -hmm. When you're imagining things that haven't happened yet, you're visualizing, you tend to look up to the right. But again, 10% are different. Mm -hmm. So as with a Supreme Court judge in Toronto. She had a dilemma. There was a case, these two young people getting divorced, and
1: <laughs> That's the wife thing.
0: accused the husband of abusing the child, uh, which is very serious. Yeah, not good. So they did a medical exam. The baby was fine. So she was suspicious that the wife was angry about the divorce and wanted to keep him from seeing the baby. But mm. she said, what if I'm wrong? Well, I could destroy this child. But what if I'm, he's, he's telling the truth. I'm destroying him. Whose life do I ruin? I says, here's how to tell who's mm. lying. Listen closely. Said, ask her. What the furniture in her bedroom looks like, watch her eyes. She looks up to the left. What does the furniture in your living room look like? Her eyes go up to the left. Tell me what you saw your husband do. Her eyes go up to the right. Mm. Where she doesn't look when she's remembering, mm. where she's inventing. You mm-hmm. don't know she's lying. Yeah. And that's why I taught the green berets. When you're talking to these people, watch their eyes. Mm-hmm. Calibrate where they're looking where you know they're, they're looking for something that they know, and then see if they're looking there when you ask the important question. Yeah. Or they go the other way. Just, then you got a right to be very suspicious. Yeah. It's an it's a human lie detector.
1: I picked that up on Judge Judy. She's always telling people to look. look. <laughs> goes,
0: Do you know she's the richest person on television? Yeah. She's amazing.
1: Yeah, I read a story about her when she doesn't negotiate. She goes to whoever runs the uh, network. Hands him an envelope and she puts her salary inside the it's envelope. Like, it, like
0: 60 million a year. Yeah. Like, she's hot, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Little> Judge Judy. <laughs> uh,
0: there's yeah. no body making 60 to 100 million a year who isn't hot. I mean, probably, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's, it's like a natural aphrodisiac. You know? <laughs> uh,
1: there's something about her. I think we got a chemistry. Yeah. Uh, you ever run into uh, Donald Trump or anybody like that back actually, in New York? Actually, I
0: have a story. My uncle yeah. did. Oh, wow. My uncle did the air conditioners in Trump Tower. Oh. In 40 years of doing that, he's the only person who didn't pay him. He hmm. got stiffed. He.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: hard to believe, I know. You, no. You'd say, Donald? <laughs> he didn't pay somebody? But that's a true story. My uncle actually is one of uh. the people that he uh, didn't pay amongst Dude. thousands yeah. of others, which it upsets me. I I mean, his campaign manager's in prison, his deputy campaign manager's in yeah. prison, his attorney's in prison for doing what he told him to do. <laughs> his national security guy is awaiting sentencing. His current attorney's under investigation and people love him. And I'm like, Do you see a pattern? Are you seeing any pattern here? Um I mean, I I'm a conservative, but I I think I see something that doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. This isn't what conservatives... It's about small government and lower taxes, not about everyone around you is going to prison. (laughs) And when everyone around you goes to prison, you have to wonder, is that a coincidence?
1: Right, right.
0: You know, why is this guy surrounded by that? Yeah. So it bothers me. We're we're better than that as a country. okay. And we've always had, from day one... The Federalist Times, half of them believed we should have a very small government, lots of state power, and a lot of them believed in big government. So you had Jefferson was for small government until he became president and did the Louisiana Purchase, <laughs> and, and you had your Adams and people like him who were for Hamilton Adams who believed in big government. And it worked because they talked to each other. Yeah. You need conservatives saying, how do you pay for that? <laughs> and liberals otherwise would put us into bankruptcy. And you need liberals saying, let's see if we can find a way. Yeah, And that's what made us great as a nation. Both are important. Both have a role. We need both sides in a, in a, in a dialogue. Not, I can't talk to you because you're a liberal or I can't talk to you. That's not how government was designed to work. You could disagree with someone's policies and like them as a human being. I live in Texas. I don't agree with a lot of the things people around me think, but they're my friends. I build my friendships on what we do agree on. Mm -hmm. So, no, we're in trouble as a country because there's so much hate. If you don't agree with the man, you're evil. There's something wrong. That's not what America is about. You can disagree with him and still be a good person. And he has a right to his opinions. But uh, when you you talk to people like you're a third-grade girl yelling at somebody and 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 you talk to him like children and you're the, the the leader of the free world there's something appalling about that mm. you know even if you like him you can't say that's a good thing
1: it's entertaining though
0: it's not a good thing <laughs> um, I, like there are people like I said that have politics that I don't agree with but I yeah. respect them
1: mm-hmm.
0: I respect them because they're they they're entitled to a different position their mind and that's what makes our country great that is democracy yeah when you can't disagree that's when you're in trouble right and that's what's happening Mm -hmm. we're reaching a point where people hate each other and won't speak to one another and that's very dangerous democracies don't survive under the think of the history hasn't been one democracy that survived Mm -hmm. they've all gone down and often because of what's happening now look at Caesar I have all the answers she got to make me emperor. Mm-hmm. I kind of see that happening now, and, and that scares me, which is why I'm here. I'm trying to help people learn. I think smart people who understand or articulate, have information, will make smart decisions. We should have conservative presidents. We should have liberal presidents. We need both. But we need a president that is dignified and treats our allies with respect, It talks to the country as a whole and doesn't separate people and make one group want to kill the other. That's not not what our country was built on, and it's dangerous, and I hope that people who support him will see that and hopefully will get him out. And we could have another conservative, but someone who does the job. I mean, Ted Cruz is a conservative. I don't agree with a lot of his ideas, but I respect him. He's not a bad person. He's not stealing from people. Everyone around him hasn't gone to prison, (laughs) you know. And and he has some good ideas.
1: Yeah. All right, Howard Berg for president.
0: No, thank you.
1: I'll be your running mate.
0: It's not a job I would want. (laughs) I don't think any normal person would want that. Can you imagine never being able to go out again for the rest of your life without an armed escort? No. I I don't want to live like that.
1: (laughs) No way. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, Howard Burke, thanks for coming in, man. TurboLearning.com.